The big question is this. How does a beauty professional who is amazing at their service actually charge what they're worth and avoid attracting clients that are a pain in the butt? How do they become the go-to expert in their space and get their creativity and ideas shared with others so they can build their following without being stuck behind the chair or in their salon? Those are the questions and this podcast has the answers. My name is Jordan. And I'm Katie and welcome to the Real Beauty Bosses podcast. What is going on, Real Beauty Bosses? Jordan back here with another Real Beauty Bosses interview. Today, I'm extremely excited to be introducing you to an amazing female entrepreneur and close friend of mine by the name of Teresa Young. Teresa is the founder of the groundbreaking app True Connect, which helps men and women quickly get connected to hairstylists and makeup pros that they can trust. Teresa is a former hair extension specialist who, after deciding to specialize in her service, grew an incredibly successful client base. But after many moves and relocating to her new home in Scottsdale, Arizona with her family and kids, she found herself struggling to rebuild her ideal client base again. One day after relaxing after a long stressful day, Teresa found herself laying down and thinking to herself, why isn't there a match.com to find your ideal hairstylist and client? And after this light bulb went off, Teresa made it her mission to create an app that solved this problem and TrueConnect was born. The app is now live and with Tinder swiping capabilities, it has the potential to change the way that people connect in the beauty industry. Teresa is a very close friend of mine and a business partner as well, and I'm super excited for you to hear her inspiring story. So let's go ahead and jump right in and meet Teresa Young. What's going on, Real Beauty Bosses? Welcome to the Real Beauty Bosses podcast. Today, we are here with Teresa Young, who is the founder of True Connect, and uh, she's also some, an extension specialist. Is that correct? Yes. And uh, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, give us a backstory about how you got involved in the beauty industry and uh, how now you're working on a pretty awesome app. It's pretty groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah. So I have been in the hair industry for 24 years. Um, actually, it goes back further than that. When I was 12 years old, my sister was older than me and she was 18 and she went to beauty school. And so I was in her chair getting my hair permed and frosted. Really? <laughs> People probably don't even know what frosts are anymore. I shouldn't even say that word. But <laughs> yeah, like pulled hair pulled through a frosting cap and perm double process. It was great. My hair was fried, but I thought it was bomb. That's funny. So I grew up in the um, beauty industry. And then when I turned um, 18 and graduated, I thought, you know what? I'll just go do what my sister did because I actually liked doing hair. And so yeah. that's, that's how I got started into it. And I thought, well, I can always um, get my license as a hairstylist and then you know, go on to college and I can kind of always have this to fall back on. And I just actually never got out of it because I fell in love with the industry and it's always in my career. Yeah. Awesome. And what age was this that you first got subjected to actually thinking about becoming a stylist? I was 12. You were 12 years mm-hmm. old. That's crazy. Were you just, uh, did, did your mom do hair? Did like you, you said your, no, my sister did hair. Sister yeah. Did so hair. I, How old was your sister at the time? She was 18. She was yep. 18. Okay. Yep. In beauty school. And so I would go in and she would practice on me. Awesome. I was the no pay, no say client. Yeah. <laughs> you sit down and you just get what you get because it was free. That's and funny. she just tried everything out on my hair. So, it was so great. So you got started super young then, huh? So 12 years old, your sister was, um, she was a stylist at the time. How long had she been doing hair? Yeah. So she, did, I don't even know. I don't remember. Well, no, that's not true because um, when I was probably like eight or nine years old, she wanted to try to cut my hair at home. And so she cut my hair off on the sides above my ear. And I remember that year for Christmas, all I wanted was earphones or <laughs> earmuffs because my ears were frozen at the bus stop. <laughs> but that's probably why I'm a really conservative hairstylist. I like natural looks. And so I don't cut people's hair off. I don't ever do too dramatic of styles. Yeah. As a matter of fact, that's probably why I specialize in hair extensions. Yeah. <laughs> hair mine was always fried or permed or dyed or cut off. No. In beauty school, I never really did cut my hair off. I just kept it. I always kept it long and then, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a natural blonde maybe um, like a light brown or a dark mm-hmm. blonde. Some days I went a little blonder, but I didn't really ever change much at all. But I always had pretty fine hair. And so when I got out of beauty school, um, 
I specialized in hair extensions and there was really not a lot of hair extension classes. So yeah. I was um, self-taught by a girl in our town, a little small town I grew up in in Astoria, Oregon. Okay. And um, she did her own hair extensions and so she taught me how to do hair extensions. <laughs> and so I started doing her hair extensions and she did mine and then I started doing people's hair in town and then I've pretty much always been able to do my own extensions. And then yeah. when I moved to Portland when I was 24, um, I started getting into taking some hair extension classes and then I really got into growing my hair clientele when I moved to Arizona mm-hmm. and um, in my late 20s and did a lot of hair, you know, extension training, certification classes mm-hmm. and stuff. So, awesome. yeah. So, so you actually became a stylist when, uh, at, at what age was that? Uh, 18. 18. Okay, yep. so right when you could, you, you hopped right in, you knew you were going to do it, you hopped in and uh, did it start out, you were, you were taking clients, uh, did you start in a salon, how did that all kind of... Uh, first get started out yeah so I well went to beauty school it was like 16 months and then um the entire time I was in beauty school I was pregnant (laughs) and uh, (laughs) yeah that was fun I was um throwing up and wrapping perms it was really fun I would have to go (laughs) lay down and come back around my perms and I did it though and then two weeks after I graduated um I had my baby girl she's now um 23 years old and yeah she's like born right out of beauty with all the beauty school chemicals (laughs) and then um so my uh, her grandma at the time actually owned a salon and so I went to work for her when I had a baby and my mom babysat the baby and then I would go you know try to build my hair clientele in a small town for yeah. the first year just to you know get out there and do this what I had learned Oregon, to right? do yeah in mm-hmm. Oregon yep and then um when my daughter her name is Tressa when she was about mm, about a year and a half I actually found a bigger salon in the small town yeah. <laughs> and I went to work there and um, started to grow my clientele there but back in those days we didn't have like social media we didn't have the digital space yeah. to like market ourselves so it was all word of mouth and i guess i was kind of lucky because in a small town word spreads fast so if you're yeah. if you suck <laughs> nobody's gonna come to yeah. you and if you're and good it grows fast so Absolutely. yeah well, that's mm-hmm. awesome so did you start out just kind of taking on uh, just any and everybody or did you kind of already you know get a feel for who you liked working with what you liked doing how did um you kind of start to start to uh, initially grow that first client base yeah, so no, I didn't um, have the luxury of taking on just extension clients because for yeah. one, um, there wasn't enough people that knew about them and then a lot of people didn't know that I did hair extensions. So yeah. I took any and everybody and um, for many years, I felt like I was a slave to the chair. Yeah. So many of us, ter- um, you know, we, we call ourselves that because we do have to take any and everybody and we work nights and weekends to pay the bills because yeah. I think um, the industry statistics are that the average hairstylist makes still still today like $11.28 an hour or something crazy. crazy. So, yeah, I feel like as hairstylists, we tend to really discount what we do and we really like, um, you know, extend ourselves, overextend ourselves to our clients just to make money and to make ends meet. So we find ourselves a lot of times working nights and weekends. And and that's pretty much what I did for many, many years. And I just felt like as soon as I would build a clientele, I would move or I would have another child. And so that was always a big setback for me again. And then having to, you know, rebuild in a new city or Mm -hmm. rebuild because, you know, I had another baby and I decided to stay home and, you you know, you do lose clients over stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So so what was kind of the turning point for you where you were like, you know what, screw this. I'm worth it. I'm worth charging more. I'm worth being an extension specialist only. Um, you know, probably when I was living in Arizona, um, about, it was about, uh, about eight years ago and I was like you know I gotta try to figure this out I gotta try to figure out how can I get more extension clients in my chair paying you know what I wanted to charge yeah um and so I did a lot of like you know 
hair models wanted, hair mm-hmm. extensions, but you still have to, even eight years ago, you there wasn't, you weren't able to market yourself like you can, you know, mm-hmm. try to do that today. Um, so I still found I was doing a lot of friends and a lot of discounting yeah. and those types of things to try to build the clientele. Well, I mean, at that point in time, I mean, a lot of people don't even know like what hair extensions are. And, you know, I'm sure in a small town like that, you really have to, you know, let people know what it is and how you're doing it. And um, did, did you do a lot of work for free up front so you could kind of build your client base initially or... Oh, yeah, Yeah. definitely. Because I think as hairstylists, we tend to do that. And we take on a lot of um, friends and family and then we give them the friends and family discount. (laughs) But where does the friends and family stop? It's like, I love you and we're friends, but you're not really family. So you get 10 percent off (laughs) or whatever it was, you know. But yeah, definitely. Um, And then it was about, I want to say, four and a half years ago when I actually flew out to see uh, Danielle White's class in Laguna. Mm -hmm. Um, She did extensions on one of my girlfriend's. did extensions as well and she had started her own extension company and she had told me about Danielle mm-hmm. you know that I should go out and check out her class and whatever so yeah. I did and I knew that Danielle was from you know Gilbert Arizona she had lived here and worked in a small studio and so I flew out to Laguna to see what this woman was all about and I watched her and the one thing that I took away from her was um, not necessarily the skill that I learned which was incredible but I took away from her work three days in your business and two days on your business yeah. um, trying to market yourself. I and I was like, wow, if I work two days on my business marketing myself, could that change what I'm doing? Could I actually bring in the clients that wanted to pay me top dollar and could come mm-hmm. the hours I wanted you know, to work? Yeah. And I remember you uh, told that to me before I really looked into Danielle White and her, her new podcast and her messaging and everything like that. And uh, I love the concept of three days in your business or three days on your business or Three days in your business, two days on your business. Yeah, three days in, two days on. (laughs) But I think it's super important uh, that you, you know, don't get stuck behind the chair like we just talked about and that you can, you know, still have time to work on progression and, and, you know, reaching goals and actually setting goals. You know, if you're stuck behind the chair all day long, uh, every single day, you know, it's very difficult to, you know, figure out where you're going and why you're doing this. You can easily fall out of love with what you're doing, right? So it's important to put those, you know, days in place where you can really, uh, you know, kind of future pace yourself Mm -hmm. to where you're actually going and why am I doing this? Uh, You know, why? am I working on 100 heads of hair <laughs> every week? And, um, you know, you, you got to make sense of, um, you know, what you're doing now t- related to what you're doing for the future goal, right? Um, so I think that's, you know, an important uh, note for anyone to take is, you know, three days in your business, two days on your business. Yeah, or, or even more. if you take <laughs> one day and, you know, yeah. work on your business and try to market exactly what you love doing and try to figure out how you can niche down and maybe charge more or mm-hmm. get rid of a few clients so that you can, you know, try to work the hours that you want to work. Yeah. Definitely <clears throat> um, changed the game for me because those two days I knew I was not going to sit around and not work. So, yeah. you know, I went out and searched for people that could teach me how to market myself and mm-hmm. um, spent a lot of hours researching and, you know, reaching out and doing posts like, hey, can anybody yeah. help me in the you know digital space? I do nothing about social media. So mm-hmm. a lot of hairstylists, they don't know anything about social media. And, 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 if it, and if you do know a lot about it, you probably don't have time to do it. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the hard part, right? It's like, yeah. it was easy for me to say, hey, take two days off and work three days. And my business was scary. I lost a day worth of pay. Mm-hmm. And then I started you know shoveling out money to try to transition in my career and make yeah. something change because I felt like I needed a yeah. change. And I think that's huge too. Like, you know, a lot of people you won't have time unless you set aside the time mm-hmm. and you know, make those days that you spend, you know, focused on yourself or your business or, you know, those future goals that you're working towards, you know, you have to, you know, take the time out and then, you know, plan in advance. 
um, and, and know that, you know, while you may, you know, if you're working on your business, uh, that you may, you know, lose a day's pay, like you just said, that it's also, you know, going to be- benefit you in the long term, right? And right. You but your goal, yourself, like, okay, next year I'm going to triple my income. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to take a day off of pay this year. But then next year, because I put yeah. that day aside to actually make triple my income next year, it's going to mm-hmm. be worth it. So there is always sacrifice when you definitely want to change something. Mm-hmm. But if you can keep your eyes focused on the goal that's going to yeah. happen the next year or two in the transition, um, it's most definitely worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us what like um, an average day of working on your business actually looks like for you. Or what it did back then before we kind of catch up to where you're at now. So I did a lot of meetings with um, Matt Gottesman from HDF Magazine and Chelsea Sutton from Consultant AZ. Um, And they taught me everything. I I would meet with them and they would teach me how to start to write blogs and how to write content and how to tag people and how to post and how to, you know, hashtag and how to make friends in the social social media because I was like... (laughs) what friends like I thought only my family can like see my page on Facebook yeah. <laughs> I don't want anybody else to see it and now yeah. I'm like oh you want to be my friend cool we're friends and the more friends the merrier because yeah. you know it's a bigger party for me later on let's exactly. <laughs> let's, let's be friends so now exactly. it's like yeah and then I've met so by doing that by just having you know um, strategically posting and making sure that I am providing content for people and making sure that I interact with people um, throughout the day I, I'm not really surfing when I'm yeah. on Instagram or Facebook I'm actually strategically doing every everything that I do. And so all of the new friends I have and all of the people I reach out to and all the parties I go to, they're not because I didn't put in the work. So that was, you know, I made friends with those people so that I could actually have, you know, partners later on down the road. And that's definitely, I have um, an army of people that stand by my side right now because that's what my work day looked like when I, when I would take, and I I can see that like, you know, your ability to, you know, reach out and connect with people is, is awesome. And it's just because you're putting in, you know, that extra work and that uh, ability to use social media for what it was made for to connect with people, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than uh, you just use it for entertainment, which you know we talk about all the time. You can use it as a tool uh, to help grow yourself, grow your business, grow your you know network of people that you know, or you can use it to watch stupid videos all day long, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I get really mad at people because especially my kids. I have three of them. I'm like, oh, you guys are always on there watching other people's lives. You're like, mom, come watch this video. Mom, do this. I'm like, no, I don't want to watch other people's lives. I'm yeah. actually out here posting about my life and like you know yeah. meeting people that are doing really cool and amazing mm-hmm. things. I my own videos exactly <laughs> Absolutely. yeah Absolutely. totally so. so so um bring me back a little bit so um we, you got started in the hair industry uh at 18 years old and um you got started with the extensions right away right mm-hmm. um and then so you went to when, when did you get introduced to and what resonated with you most with someone like danielle white um how did you hear about her how did you get involved with um her program the big money size program and things like that um, how did that all kind of start to surface? Yeah, so um, I did uh, Amy Limmerman's hair, who owns Top Knot Extensions out in Gilbert, Arizona. Okay. I yeah, did her yeah, hair yeah. for many years. We've I was her, her um, extension specialist, I guess you, you could say, and she had flown out and taken a class from Danielle years ago. And so she was like, hey, Teresa, I think you'd, you know, you'd really love this and it'd be cool for you. You should go check it out. And so um, that's when I flew out there. Mm-hmm. And she said the magic word was like, you know, work on marketing yourself for two days yeah. and then work three days in your business. And then I saw her life changing right in front of me. And I was like, wow, well, cool. If her life can change like yeah. that because she sacrificed two days, what does that look like for me? Mm-hmm. And then the other key word was um, work-life balance. Like, and then you start to maintain something called work-life balance, yeah. not I hate my work and I hate my life because I don't have any balance, yeah. right? It was like everything started to balance out. Yeah. And so I just started following, following in suit with that. And then um, I got involved with her, you know, Big Money Stylist program because um, when I went to see her years ago, she didn't have any type of, what should I say, like classes or schedule yeah. or structure yeah. that you could pay for to learn how to market yourself. It was still like 
this is what you should do, but we don't have any follow up for you. Um, but here's how you do hair extensions. But yeah. you would still leave there feeling like, okay, I have this really great skill. I took another class and I paid a ton of money. But how do I get it out in front of people? And so yeah. I was still really lost. That's what really pushed me to figure out how to do that. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was doing that for two and a half years. Yeah. And that's when <clears throat> I started to create True Connect because there was no way to market what I did. Yeah. And I was frustrated because I was trying to figure out the game by myself. Absolutely, and yeah. it was I was spending a ton of money and it was still taking a lot of time. And so um, True Connect came into life about to a little over two years ago um, in September. And then I had a friend who was flying out to Big Money Stylist um, about three months after I had had this vision of creating True Connect. Mm -hmm. And um, they were starting to introduce their marketing you know, classes of how to make more money as a stylist, how to yep. market yourself. And they were teaching people that we're not just stylists or marketers and how do you actually get out and market right. yourself as a stylist because we're not trained. And so that's how I got into her you know, BMS program. Mm -hmm. um, went out and did that. And how long ago was this, by the way? This was... Um um, I took, let me see, when was it? I took a year, about a year and a half ago, went out to her BMS program. Yeah. Okay. So this was, um, t when, at what point, uh, how, how long have you been doing hair before you first got subjected to, um, kind of these people like top knot and, um, you know, big money styles and things like that. Were you in the industry for a long time? Um, well, yeah, that? yeah. Because I've been in hair since I was 18. Yeah, right, so, so yeah, it was about 18 18 years, 19 years. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yep. for you, that was, that my was transition probably like, time. you know, I've been in this industry for a really long time. And, um, you know, you, you said you moved around a lot too. Mm -hmm. And so you had to, you know, figure out what it took to, you know, grow a, a client base from scratch. And mm -hmm. obviously that wasn't easy, right? Um, so what, what kind of, uh, what did you do to be able to grow a client base when you, when you were said you were moving around a lot and you were staying busy, you had, uh, you know, kids coming on board and stuff like that too. Um, what was mm -hmm. maybe, uh, some of the key factors that allowed you to, um, be able to grow a client base when you were first, um, you know, trying to find your way, um, through those first maybe five, 10 years in the industry? Uh, word of mouth, word <laughs> just, of mouth? Yeah. yeah, just going out and talking to people because, you so know. is that something you've always kind of been good at is talking and connecting with people or, um, yeah. yeah. And back then was it like, um, I love to connect people together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, so I always go out and tell people what I do and then just mm -hmm. really word of mouth and business cards was, that's awesome. was what I would do. Yeah. yeah awesome. Cause I think like uh, for a lot of people, that's not the easiest thing in the world to do. So do you, do you feel like you had to, um, kind of, I mean, was it easy for you or was it, um, something that maybe you struggled with at first, but you realized it was the key to your, so classroom? no, it wasn't ever easy for me. As a matter of fact, finding the time to do it wasn't ever easy for me. So, mm -hmm. um, I guess I would have to do it kind of in integrate it into my daily life. So I was at the grocery store or if I was at a friend's birthday party, mm -hmm. always made sure I had cards in my back pocket or my purse so mm -hmm. that I could be like, Oh, yeah, I'm a hairstylist. And, um, years ago, you know, you really didn't have cell phones where you could just switch numbers. So it was like, yeah. here, take my card. <laughs> it wasn't like, Hey, give, you know, I'll give you my number because personally now I don't really even carry business cards. I take somebody's number and then I text them. And then about a week later, I'll follow up and be like, Hey, mm -hmm. I saw you at the grocery store. You know, how's it going? I have some yeah. openings next week. Did you want to come in and, you know, chit chat or whatever. Um, so that has definitely, you know, been a big game changer, but, but back then it was more just, you know, passing out the business cards and stuff. Mm -hmm. But to be really honest with you, I always felt like as a hairstylist that as soon as I would get to a place where I had a full clientele, life would definitely strike and I would have to yeah. move or I've been divorced. Um, I have three children. And so with the birth of each child, I have moved um, from, I have moved several times. Even if you move two hours away, you lose clients and you have to rebuild. Yeah. And I've even just recently, well, not recently, but six, seven years ago, moved up to Scottsdale. Um, and my clientele down in Chandler was moms, you know, it was moms that yeah. they, they, they can't drive 45 minutes to get their hair done. They're moms, they're busy. Yeah. So, you know, lost probably over 50% of my clients just moving up to Scottsdale and then 
six years ago, that was when I tried to transition into like, okay, I'm in Scottsdale now. People can pay my prices. There's a lot of moms that don't work and they yeah. can come in during the day. And everybody in Scottsdale wants their hair long. So I was like, I'm in, like I'm the, in the perfect right spot. Yeah, exactly. So I started to rebuild and it's, oh, I just always feel like it's, you know, was feast or famine. It's like, I'm, yeah. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's like, oh man, you know, life strikes again and I got to yeah. rebuild something else. So, mm -hmm. and do you, do you kind of, um, I mean, I feel like, you know, knowing you now, like, I feel like that's a crazy way of, um, you know, you having those experiences. I, I love how you've kind of been able to create a solution, you know, for people who, you know, go through those issues and things like that with True Connect. And uh, as we, you know, now we're moving into talking about what True Connect is and how that all um, came to service. I think, you know, hearing your story, it tells us exactly why you, you know, thought that that would be the perfect solution, right? Because you kept kind of, uh, you know, pushing a ball up a hill, but then it would tumble back down, right? You kept pushing the ball up a hill and then it would keep tumbling mm -hmm. back down because you were moving and building a client base, but then it would all fall apart. Like you just said, you know, mm -hmm. um, even if you were moving like locally and things like that too, you know, you, you would lose 50% of your client base because, you know, people like busy moms and things like that, they have to, you know, be uh, working with a stylist that uh, it's convenient for them, right? Um, so I love how, you know, your story and, and um, kind of how you share it really explains like how, um, you know, those struggles allowed you to really um, think of a solution for how can I help other people who may be going through these same things because I know how stressful it was for me, right? And uh, you have five kids, right? So <laughs> yeah, you're, you're we do. Busy. I have, <laughs> yep, I have two stepchildren and three of my own. So yes, we're, we're super busy. So that's crazy. And uh, I mean, what we've seen you work hard. I mean, you're, you're super mom over here and you're making it all happen. So yeah, I wouldn't exactly say that I have work life balance right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have four days of like, oh, my work and yeah. my life sucks, but I'm grinding it out. Yeah, but you're getting there. So, yeah, right? no, no, no. I'm working towards work-life balance again for everybody else. Awesome. If all of you, yeah. everybody else, all the other hairstylists get work-life balance because yeah. of True Connect, I'm happy. It'll start to spread onto you after that, right? Yes. <laughs> but you got yes. you got uh, some goals in place and some pretty big ones, right? So I'd love to talk about that. And, um, you know, just to play back a little bit. Um, so you um, were going through those struggles and uh, the up and downs like we just talked about. And then uh, you started getting subjected to um, some very successful people here in the area. Um, by uh, the top knot stylist. What's her name? Amy. Uh, Amy, Amy Lumberman. Yeah. Um, so you you um, have, have you met her personally or? Um, oh, I did her hair for years. You did her hair years. for years. Okay, I was her awesome. extension specialist. That's for crazy. Years. That's awesome. And so yep. she kind of mm -hmm. subjected you really into um, the ability to work on your business, like you said. And um, then you got introduced to Danielle White and things like that, and um, got uh, introduced to her program. And uh, could you briefly kind of explain how that program works uh, for those who may not be aware who Danielle White is or the Big Money Stylist program? Yeah, so, well, just a brief summary is basically what I said. It's just um, you go and learn an ex extension technique, which mm -hmm. is incredible, um, but then you don't leave the class feeling like, okay, I have this taken another class. How do I market myself? And then right. Big Money Stylist teaches you how to set goals as a hairstylist and, um, you know, achieve them, but mm -hmm. also make the money that you want by marketing yourself. So they do teach you, you know, some marketing aspects of, of it as well. But there's a, there's a um, border there, a limit, because, you know, if you – don't want to do hair extensions and you mm -hmm. go take big money stylist program, there's still so many hairstylists that, you know, they don't want to specialize in extensions. And so yeah. how do they market themselves and how do they learn how to do that, you know, and right. uh, find the time Absolutely. to do it even. Yeah. So that that's definitely, you know, part of why I created True Connect because I still felt like it was an amazing program, but yeah. still unfair for so many stylists that are in my position, you know, that don't have the time to market themselves. But luckily I, I did specialize in hair extensions, but so yeah. many stylists <laughs> don't. I mean, guys, right. that's really like, I feel like everybody, but the world cannot be just hair extension specialists. Yeah, we have, exactly. have, yeah. have <laughs> hair loss specialists and yeah. people that cut men's hair and people that specialize yeah. in that's why there's all the other fun stuff they're left out. Yeah. Specialist, you know, and that's why, like, I think it's, it's crazy for some people to, you know, uh, complain about getting stuck 
stuck when they're trying to provide 100 services at once. Like, just get one, good at one service and become the best yeah, at it. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Around, that's right? that's definitely in the software development world, too, is that, you know, niche down. Yeah. Offer one thing for one person, and that's where you're going to find most success. Absolutely, yeah, 100%. Get, get really good at one thing. So that's just not for us as, you know, yeah. <laughs> in the tech world and, yeah. you know, doing what we're doing now. It's it's for people in the hair industry as well. And yeah. um, a lot of hairstylists don't tend to believe that. But mm-hmm. if they can actually, you know, kind of sit down in a quiet moment and realize what is it that I love and get really good at that and market that because it is hard to market that you do a hundred different things. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. And I mean, you can still be good at a lot of things, but like if you pick one thing that you're going to be the best at, mm-hmm. that's what's going to make you be the most successful. Right. And um, I love how you, you know, got involved with extensions very early. So you kind of, you know, just put yourself in the position to become the best at it. Right. And that's what you wanted to do. That's what you love to do. And um, yeah, because I have never had great hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I can't do all that fun color and that yeah. fun stuff on my hair. How am I going to make my hair look like everybody else's hair? Yeah, so, I mean, I think the most successful just, people in the world, I mean, they're just solving their own problem, right? And, exactly. Um, so, they're I helping mean, other people just like them solve that same problem. Right. Totally. And that, that goes into True Connect, right? That's because, what I was going to say. That's the perfect time to <laughs> introduce uh, True Connect and what it is and how it works. And so at what point, you said you got started with the idea of True Connect uh, like five years ago, you said, right? No, actually, it was about, um, well, I started trying to market myself about five years ago. Mm-hmm. But True Connect... Um, has been just a little over two two years and three months. About two years. Um, so awesome. So it's you, like a baby. So I can yeah. say like two <laughs> years and three months and two days. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I know you, you've told us that it's been like something that you've been thinking about for a long time. Obviously, with your experiences and things like that, and you know, going to all these programs, investing in yourself, and looking to learn more. I'm sure you got you know a lot of those juices flowing and things like that. Of you know how how you could also help people. Um, you know, not in just you know one specific area. Um, but in, you know, a lot of uh, areas in the beauty industry, right? But, you know, because that's where you, um, you know, grew up pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. Was in the beauty industry. You got started super young at the mm-hmm. age of, what, 12, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, so, you know, this is something that you have been extremely passionate about and you've been through the struggles, the ups and downs. And uh, you started, you know, investing yourself, educating yourself. And then uh, you found that, you know, okay, there's some programs out there for, you know, specific, um, you know, uh, specializations and things like that, like extensions. Um, but where, at what point did you kind Kind of realized that um, something like True Connect should come to be, and, and where did that really like um, kind of that moment when you, you kind of realized that okay, I, this is actually something that maybe I can work on and start to uh, get a fire under me to uh, you know come together with. Yeah, so I love this is I love to share this story. I could <laughs> never get sick of telling this to be honest with you. So it's a really funny moment, but I feel like really inspirational things happen at the most awkward moments. So um, I started specializing in hair extensions. Obviously, I've always done that, but I started to really build my clientele in Scottsdale. And mm-hmm. I just found that people would come to me and in a normal conversation say, "What do you do for a living?" And I would say, "I'm a hairstylist." And the next question is, "Well, can you do my hair, or mm-hmm. can you do my husband's hair, or can you cut my son's hair?" And I would say, "No, I'm you know really had put up boundaries to where no, I just do extension clients." Mm-hmm. So um, the next question they would ask me is, well, do you know, could you refer me to someone? Do you know where I could go? Mm-hmm. And um, no, I don't. I didn't because I'm so busy in my life. I don't even really have time at that yeah. time in my life to go out and meet other stylists. Now I know millions of stylists, which mm-hmm. is great. But <laughs> I can't, you know, back then I didn't know a lot of stylists. So I'd say, no, you know, good luck. Go into the wild world of Instagram and just search <laughs> the hashtag. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> Enjoy all the bad haircuts and crappy yeah. hairstylists that you don't <laughs> vibe with. But good luck. Um, or you can go read the really bad reviews that people pay to have put on Yelp or don't pay to have put on Yelp yeah. and um, choose from that. Or, you know, people pay to be at the top of Yelp. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a bias search engine and also you know pay for seo on google that's that's mm-hmm. another way to search for that or you can go ask a neighbor um there's just really was no way there was always a disconnect and the moment that it really came to me was um 
you know, I had a couple clients move for me as well, and they would always tell me the hardest part of moving with tears in their eyes is finding a new hairstylist. Can you just move with me? Or, you know, they were constantly <laughs> flying back to get their hair done. I yeah. had a friend in uh, Portland, Oregon that would fly me in every six weeks to Portland to do her really? hair extensions because she didn't want to switch. I mean, that's yeah. how desperate people are um, to really find a hairstylist they connect with or yeah. never leave their hairstylist that well, they, they built a relationship connect. with you. And, like, you know, with <clears throat> someone like a hairstylist, which you see, you know, sometimes more often than family members. <laughs> I mean, yeah. a, a strong relationship can develop, right? And so um, I think, you know, a lot of people are so focus, focused on, you know, just the service aspect where it's really, you know, you're building a relationship with someone when, you know, the first time they come to your chair, right? And so, you know, if you build a strong, you know, foundation of a relationship and things like that, like opportunities like that will come up and, you know, you'll build real relationship with people and, you know, be able to, um, you know, be more than just a stylist, but, you know, a friend and someone who they can trust, right? Yeah, totally. So as I was starting to really, really niche down um, I was having to refer people away and not knowing where to refer them. And then I was also really exhausted from working on my business all the time. And I, I went home um, and I was laying down to ice my neck because as hairstylist, you know, after many years, we have sore necks and backs and hands and yep. elbows and our, we have foot surgery. And it's a really fun career when you work a million hours. Um, anyway, so I was literally at home and I was icing my neck. I had like 10 minutes and sometimes that's just my 10 minute icing meditation. Yeah. <laughs> so I was laying time. down and I was like, ah. <laughs> <sighs> Why isn't there like a match.com to find your ideal hairstylist and to find your ideal clients? Because there's, you know, apps for to find a babysitter, a nanny. There's apps that'll bring you food. There's, you know, apps for everything. Everybody yeah. will tell you, oh, there's got to be an app for that. Just, you know, and there wasn't. And so um, I woke up and I was like, I got to create this. And so I called my business partner at the time, Matt, and I called Chelsea and they put a bunch of hurdles in front of me and said, you know, it's probably already been created. And <laughs> I went out and I searched and searched and no one couldn't find it and um, has not been created. Came back. I was like, what next? Well, it's going to cost a ton of money and you're going to have to have attorneys and non-disclosures and patents and all these mm -hmm. things. And I literally, um, I'm a rule breaker. And if somebody tells me I can't, I say I can. You Watch me. Figure it out. <laughs> so um, I don't know if it was me being super stubborn trying to prove everybody wrong. Um, and also going into it, having no idea what I was going into is a really good thing. Because if you know what you're going into in developing software yeah. in the technology world, it's a big um, undertaking, right? So oh, yeah. I went in totally blind and stubborn, and I think that's good because I'm actually a really strong leader in my company right now and, yeah. you know, getting it out there. So, yeah, two years later, um, I gave birth to True Connect, and it's it's awesome. live, and I have uh, made the app for everyone free because I know um, – what it takes to build a clientele. And I'd like to see this app actually change some people's lives out there. I love that Amazing. so much. Yeah. And I love the fact that, uh, you know, that idea kind of sprouted from your little me time, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> like that's, that's where the best ideas the ever quiet come time. from is when you kind of mm -hmm. shut down and, and do your own thing and, you know, yeah. kind of get the, the juices start flowing. That's how, you know, entrepreneurs like us, you know, come up with our best ideas. You know, we got to mm -hmm. be, uh, you know, you, you and I are obviously super extroverted, right? But um, when we can, you know, become an introvert and, you know, kind of be alone to ourselves, that's when you really get a lot, um, you know, of those ideas popping out of nowhere that, uh, you know, okay, I'm, I'm going to go look all this up. I'm going to, you know, be stubborn and see if this is a thing. And um, that's crazy, like, um, how that all surfaced. And um, that was just two years ago. And, and now the, the apps come to life. And, um, creating video content, getting people on the app. It's finally, you know, launched and live and everything. And um, I've heard the stories about it. You know, people are, are, are loving, you know, the idea of it and what it's going to become. And I can't wait to see what it's going to evolve into too. But um, as well, like, I wanted to also note that, like, you don't really have to know all the software stuff and, you know, all the stuff that seems and is, you know, a lot more complicated uh, than we seem to play on. All you really have to have is an idea and the ability to go and share that idea, right? And that's exactly mm -hmm. what you've done and what you're doing right now, right? 
Um, so yeah, but you have to be. So you have to be really passionate about it, and that passion course, comes yeah. from really taking the time to be quiet and listening to what's happening in your world. Yeah. What's happening? If you you know hear me tell my story, I really took into consideration what people were telling me mm-hmm. and what I was lacking and what was a solution. Yeah. And so that's where it all came into play for me. And so it's funny because I meet people um, in the technology world right now. They're CEOs of large companies, and they're like, "Wow, how do after two years you have so much excitement and passion?" And yeah. you know that's what they say. Oh, she's you're so passionate about it and I'm like yeah because there's a need and there's a desire and I've yeah. sacrificed and I've bled for so many years before this mm-hmm. um, that I know you know that this is going to help people and I'm just yeah. all in and not only that I know that I'm offering a solution exactly for for some other many people on both sides the clients and the beauty professionals yeah I mean at this point you know you know that people are relying on you um, you know people that maybe don't even know you yet they're relying on you to come up with a solution to help them right and so yeah um, that's that's really what I think you know what it seems like to me is your why, right? You want to yeah. help as many people as possible. I think, you I think, have to deal with what you have, right? Yeah, totally. And I, um, for many, many years, because I always hated saying I was a hairstylist. <laughs> like if we would be in a room of people and we'd go around and say, what do you do for work? What do you do for work? I yep. always downplayed what I did. Um, I was like, yeah, I'm a hairstylist and always kind of beat myself up for this um I'm not educated. I didn't go to college. And that was before, you know, it was really cool to be an entrepreneur. It was cool to have a college degree and I didn't Mm -hmm. have one. So I never felt, you know, really good enough. Um, Now it's cool to be an entrepreneur and not have an education. (laughs) It's cool (laughs) as shit. Let's be honest. It's like, I'm not smart, but I'm doing this. That's cool. No, seriously. And I I, um, was sitting in church. Oh my gosh, probably six, seven months ago. And our pastor said, you know, um, God doesn't call you to be educated. He calls you to be dedicated. Yeah, absolutely. And I thought that's my line because even as entrepreneurs, you don't have to be educated. You have to be dedicated. Absolutely. You just have to have that. I'm never going to stop. Never going to quit. You can always educate yourself. I mean, uh, I have. Oh, my gosh. I've had such an amazing education. Yeah. And like same for us. Like, you know, all of our education came from the dedication first. University of life. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, uh, me and Katie both have college degrees, but. Um, they're just a piece of paper now, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, um, it it never really, we started our business in college and, um, you know, really the only skills we learned to be able to do it was from our dedication, desire to grow a business Mm -hmm. and want to learn how to do it. So we had to go figure that out on our own. Right. Oh, the Um, university of mistakes. That's another place you get a lot of education. There you go. I mean, the stuff we do just day in and day out, our degrees just don't count towards it at all. I mean, here we are helping you with an app, which is phenomenal. Like we're so excited to be a part of this and be a part of this movement. Um, you know, helping other women in the beauty industry. You know, we didn't learn anything about the beauty industry in college or how to help women, you know, get to a point in their lives where they can actually free themselves from the chair. We didn't learn any of that. You know, we learned, uh, who knows? Some equations. <laughs> some, some equations, some, some definitions. Yeah, um, some historical references. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, what really matters is, like you just said, like the the dedication factor and, you know, your ability to, um, you know, want something more than just, you know, a paycheck or, um, you know, that short term, you know, uh, satisfaction, right? Yeah. You can you can think um, with the end goal in mind and, you know, the long term uh, result of, you know, the impact that you can have on, you know, not only, you know, just the people close to you, but the entire world. Um, that's what's going to jump you out of bed in the morning. And that's what's going to, you know, keep that fire lit on you. And that's what's going to make you go and figure out all the education. You know, that's all out there already. You know, you just have to have the, the motivation, the desire and the will to go find it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in this day and age, like we can go figure anything 
out on the internet. You know, it may cost us money, it may not, but um, I mean, everything's accessible to us nowadays. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. you know, I'm not educated enough should never be an excuse is that you're not dedicated enough. You know? Truthfully, yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, not ever letting fear hold you back, let fear drive you. Yeah. Fear drives me. I mean, there's nothing, people look at me and they're, one of their questions is like, wow, this has to cost a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, a lot of money and time. Yeah. But because I'm so passionate, because I have dedication, um, the money comes and I, everything always comes together. Yeah. It's so funny. I literally can, you know, be working on a project and, you know, having scared thoughts of like, how am I going to pay for this? Or how am I going to ever have time yeah. to do that? And sometimes I feel like I'm literally down to my knees on the floor crying. Like I'm so scared. Blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, that was amazing. I did it. Woo-hoo. Yeah. It's on to the next thing. And then I go for a bigger mountain or I go for a yeah. bigger project or I go for more money or I go for more challenges because, mm-hmm. you know, it just never stops. So just having yeah. that passion, that's why you have to really 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 love what you're doing and so being quiet and listening to your world um and trying to figure out what is it that you know the universe or god or my mind that what is telling me what i need to do because that's what you need to do um i i I knew in my heart that i wanted to niche down and do something and i truly love i love connecting people to good people Mm -hmm. i actually um back in the day when we were trying to figure out what would we call um, this app, you know, or what would the tagline be or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like, um, hooking up good people with good people. You know, we were like, oh yeah, hooking up, hooking up. Cause yeah. the, I love, I just said that all the time. I was like, I just love hooking up good yeah. people with good people mm-hmm. to a fault sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I, want I to mean, do. that's all it comes down to. I mean, if you want to be successful in any area of your life in any business or, you know, just a- anywhere you want to find opportunities. And, you know, maybe if you don't even have, uh, you know, something big you're working on right now, if you want to create opportunities for yourself and those around you, all you got to do is put in those investments, you know, in the now, uh, so that you'll see the payoff later, right? So for you, you know, those investments were, were learning and educating and, you know, going to, you know, these events, these workshops and uh, connecting with people. Um, I'd love to talk about that uh, as well, like what you do to connect with people because, like, uh, you're on a roll right now where, you know, you're meeting yeah. people all over the place. And <laughs> I am. That's from the five years of what did I do on my two days off. Yeah. <laughs> I made all these relationships. It's funny because I'll go home and, you know, tell my family, hey, guess what? I met so-and-so. And they're like, well, yeah. Yeah, you spent 10 years like, you know, connecting with them online and <laughs> they no wonder they reach though, out right? to you, right? <laughs> but that's, you know, that's what I'm doing. So yeah. definitely in there building relationships with people and, and mm-hmm. now things are starting to come to fruition and all the seeds I've planted are starting to, you know, yeah. kind of pop up into a small crop. Absolutely. And I, I can see it. You know, we're watching it happen right now, which is super awesome. You know, obviously none of that happens overnight, especially for something with a bigger project like that or, um, you know, you can't just figuring everything out on your own. You have to, you know, connect the right people to, you know, help you with it. And um, that comes down to, you know, uh, your vision and, and your ability to, you know, lead people based on your, you know, idea and your vision of what you want to, um, you know, turn this into. Right. And um, that's all you really need is, you know, your why and that idea of what. you. Yeah. Want to so I'm going to share the story. My mom years ago, um, I hate. I hate math. I love being in control of my budget (laughs) and I love managing money, but math always drove me crazy. And Mm so when I was a hairstylist, my mom would help me with my bookkeeping and I would get really frustrated with it. And um, so finally she started helping me and she was like, Teresa, you're a artist, you're a hairstylist. You hire other people to do the jobs that you can't to be successful. Mm -hmm. And so I had a client who was an accountant and I started paying her to actually manage my books Mm -hmm. and realized like, I don't have to do everything. And so um, I, in this technology company, like I, people look at me like, oh, you're such a genius. How did you know to create an app or technology? I'm like, I got the right players in place. That's all. I I don't know how to do it. Like, I still don't know how to do it. And sometimes I don't even know how to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I 
it's funny when I'm in social surroundings with my friends now, they're like, Teresa, what are you talking about? We don't even know, understand your verbiage anymore. And I'm like, really? You don't understand <laughs> yeah. like what this, this, and this is? No, we don't. It's fun um, to actually be able to do that, I guess, hold a conversation that people have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, but no, I've just hired people. I've found people. And yeah. if I didn't have somebody, I would ask a friend of a friend of a friend. And that's where the mistakes came into play. And I have spent money and time, you know, but I was willing to lose so that I could gain and find people and meet people to actually do the job. And that's kind of yeah. how I feel like, um, even with you guys, like I've just brought the dream team together. Yeah, Let's be I, honest. That's how yeah, I met absolutely. you guys. Well, <laughs> we were just we doing what we do. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think, you know, let's talk about how we met because it's kind of a funny story because we, we kind of have, you know, the same uh, vision and mission in mind, you know, to help, um, you know, individuals and, and females in the beauty industry um, not have to struggle with, um, you know, getting stuck behind the chair. Or, Man, yeah, I should have met you guys five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be rock and roll now. We'd have an empire built. But, hey, we're going to get there, though. But, um, yeah, I mean, really, like, both of our, our goals in mind were to help the female entrepreneur and, and you know, the, the stylist or uh, salon owner or someone in the beauty industry, um, you know, not have to struggle um, with one, acquiring a client base and then two, you know, feeling that they don't have the right clients that they're working with and they feel like they're stuck behind the chair. Right. Mm -hmm. um, that's, I think, um, what connected us the most. But how we first met was kind of funny, I think. Uh, um, what was it? I think we posted out something. Uh, we were looking for um, some people in the area. We had just moved here. Uh, well, let's be honest. You were looking for game changers in the beauty industry. That's right. Industry <laughs> disruptors. Him, right? I was like, Hala, that's probably me. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, what we, we posted out something that was um, basically, hey, we're, we're new to the area. We're looking to connect no, with some. No, that wasn't no, bad. No. I, th I thought that's where you reached out. No, to it was like, about the podcast. It was about the podcast. Yeah. Like, we wanted to feature local your, beauty industry disruptors. Like, yeah. yeah we're, we're new game to the changers. area. We posted something in just some Facebook group um online or something um in the phoenix or scottsdale area and i think it was just yeah. like we're brand new to the area we're looking for um you know some uh professionals in the industry that are in this area who are really good at what they do um because we're looking to interview them for a podcast and uh, i think that's when um you reached out to me first, which I thought yeah. was uh, funny because usually I'm the one who <laughs> is reaching <laughs> yep. out to people and, and getting, especially when I'm new to the area too. No, guys. Um, but yeah, I don't you, wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm impulsive right. to a fault sometimes. Yeah, you reached out to me over, over Facebook <laughs> and uh, we started having a conversation. You sent me what you were working on and I sent uh, you what we were working on and then uh, we grabbed some coffee and then it took like 10 minutes to figure out that we were on the same page. And Even that, though uh, she thought you were me. Yeah, yeah let's be honest. I thought <laughs> I was true. talking to Jordan the girl for a long time and then I was like, wait. You're not the girl, you're not the woman in this way. Hold she, on. She was there too, though. So, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't as weird, but. Uh, yeah, like that was uh, that was kind of how we first met, and then like literally over um, you know a short conversation turned into a long conversation. We started talking about uh, you know our backstories, what we had been through, and uh, how we're trying to you know serve a, a deeper purpose and the, the struggles along the way that come from that. But um, it was so crazy. We we connected so instantly, just kind of um, you know sharing that and um, you know connecting over the fact that we both have a deeper purpose than just living day to day, right? We have something we're looking for in the future, and we're looking to help people. We're an looking to make an impact, right? Um, yeah. And so I think that instantly connected us, and we had a long conversation that day. And then um, you, uh, you, you were going to that Warrior Women event and yep. uh, invited Katie to it. Yes. And literally, we went that next week. <laughs> and now Jordan yeah. works with Warrior Women. That's right. We all work with Warrior Women now. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah. keep in mind, you know, we first met you regarding this podcast and trying to get you on here, and it's been two to three months since of just hitting the ground running and actually working together mm -hmm. before we were even able to schedule this because we – 
prioritized, you know, getting yeah, it on True Connect because we see the vision behind it and it's amazing. Yeah, that just goes to show that everything takes a lot of time, but it's yep. so <laughs> worth it. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and also, I think, like, it's super important to note that, like, you know, reaching out to people, you know, individually can literally make a huge impact in a different like, Yeah. It takes that one person. That's so funny. Um, You know, I had to change my mindset and it changed my life. And I don't say that because oh, everybody says that. No, I literally had to every time. I still do. Um, I used to walk into a room and be like, oh, I'm a hairstylist. I'm just dumb. I'm uneducated. And um, kind of hang my head and, you know, who am I? Blah, blah, blah. And now I walk in the room like, oh, you all don't know me yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you know me, raise your hand. If you don't, you should. Because yeah. <laughs> I have something that could change your life or your hair. Yeah, Absolutely. Both, right? And so I, that's another thing. Like when, you, when you're trying to build a business or your empire or doing whatever you're doing is just really getting out there and, and you know changing your mindset to where like you are the expert in your field yeah. and people need to ha- know they need to you know want what you have and if they don't want it they need it and you need to show them Absolutely. that they need it because they need it yeah, so that's exactly what we you know talk about all the time it's like you have to become the expert at something you know because um, if you just are floating through life you know just you know paying the bills and doing your own thing and um, you know not focused on you know a deeper meaning in what you're doing and uh, you know, getting good at something and getting the best at something, then, you know, you're going to struggle, you know, for a long time until yeah. you find that thing that um, you can get obsessed with, be the best mm-hmm. at, you know, you, you yeah. want to become the expert and you want to share that with people. Right. Um, Cause you, you're only as good as um, you know, people say you are. Right. So yeah. Um, you yeah. Know, people definitely. Have to know you to be able to, you know, do business with you or, or work with you or meet you. And um, you know, you have to get attention somehow. Right. And right. Yeah. You've done an awesome job at that. Um, it won. Reaching out I'm going to interrupt you because yeah. this is what I do. <laughs> One thing I loved about you guys, and that's why we've kind of joined forces, is because um, the beauty industry, Okay, well, I've always admired real estate agents mm-hmm. because they have kick-ass marketing skills. Let's be Some honest. Like, yeah, the ones that don't, I guess, they sit home and they're so broken, work a circle. Okay. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> work a circle, okay, it's a great job for you, whatever. Um, but no, seriously, like they do like all the headshots and they're constantly doing marketing and yep. they um, drop off little gifts to people's houses. And they, I mean, they're, they're just amazing marketers. Mm-hmm. And um, our industry and the beauty industry is, I feel like it's a forgotten industry, right? There's no help for us. That's sure. why so it's sad because so many hairstylists, they leave and never come back to the industry because they can't, you know, work two jobs while building a clientele. Yep. They don't know how to market themselves or create videos or take their, you know, what they do beyond their chair and they're burned out from working on the chair. Um, and so when I heard what you guys were doing, I was just like, wow, you guys are amazing because like I said, I wish I would have had met you five years ago, but it changed my life. Um, and so um, even though True Connect is an amazing way to find a hairstylist or an amazing way to build a clientele, it's not the end all solution. And you guys yeah. all be obviously bring in another layer of marketing that so many people need to know in the beauty industry. Well, I really appreciate that. And I think, you know, it, it was, you know, something brought us together and I think it was, you know, a higher level on, you know, why we came together and why we met. Cause I think it was at the perfect time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you've been a tremendous, you know, asset for us to, you know, share what we do in, in a brand new area that we, you know, don't really know too many people in cause uh, we moved here a few <laughs> months ago and, uh, to meet someone like you that, you know, is that connector and, um, you know, has the ability to, you know, be passionate about something and share that with other people. And um, I, I've seen it. It's been amazing to watch you. You know, even we just met a couple months ago. Um, not even. It's been like maybe two months ago. Yeah, maybe two um, about that. It, it's incredible yeah. to see, you know, how, um, you know, people can connect over, you know, a simple conversation like over social media and then become, you know, extremely close and be able to help each other reach their goals, you know. Um, but it all starts with, you know, taking that first initial effort and, uh, you never know who you're going to meet. You never know who you're going to surround yourself with until you just go out and do it every day. Right. You Truthfully, and, I yeah. never prioritized the coffee date until now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, mean, I didn't care. I always said, I want to go to lunch and hang out with my friends more. And yeah. 
that's basically my two days off. That's another thing I started doing was just getting out there and setting coffee dates and meetings. And I've never drank so much coffee in my life. And <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh! And I'm at every single coffee house in the in the town, and I, like I bought it, right? t-shirts from them all. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. But Represent. that was that was my life. That's what I did. I just met coffee date after coffee date after coffee date after lunch after, you know, come to the house after you know. It was just always those. And now I'm at a point where people are reaching out and want to meet me and get to know my story. And yeah. I. I'm just birthed True Connect. Yeah. Like I have a brand new baby that requires a lot of my attention. So yeah. I've just now had to kind of start prioritizing some of those things. But um, definitely you guys were top on the list of like people that I'm super passionate about and love to collaborate with to help yeah. change the industry. We're, we're going to do some awesome things. Together. Absolutely. Because yeah. you know, um, we, we both, you know, want to help people. We both want to have that impact. And we both, you know, have a reason why we're doing it. Right. Whether it be from our own past experiences or, um, you know, seeing how, you know, that um, th- those Things that we can we're working on it to develop and create and put to the marketplace how that can change people's lives mm-hmm. um you know looking to do that to you know more and more people on a higher level and a higher scale um is what this is all about right because um you know if we kept our ideas and um our stories and um you know our ability to connect with people to ourselves um it's it's tough you know to to really find purpose in, in what you're doing um, rather than if you, you know, get excited about something, you share it with everybody. And, you know, some people may not give a shit. <laughs> yeah. But some people, you know. You well, some people are killing it already and they don't give a shit. But let's yeah. be honest, that's 10% of my yeah, industry. Exactly. That's 10% of the yes. salon space, you know. Like, I am passionate about this because I want hair extensions to be able hair hair extension, hair stylists, <laughs> makeup artists, barbers, anybody in the beauty industry to be proud of what they do. Yeah. Like, and pride, some of that comes with being able to pay your freaking bills. Oh, yeah. I, right? I love like, that so much, too. Like, I, what you said about, you know, you being kind of, um, you know, about saying, you know, I'm a, I'm a hairstylist. I, I've seen that happen so many times because a lot of people um, really are because they don't think that there's any potential for growth for them there. And uh, that's not true at all. I mean, you know, when you get a, a solid client base built or even just a few of those right people um, mm-hmm. that you start working with, you know, you slowly start to build credibility for yourself. You build those strong relationships, new opportunities come your way. You can start to, you know, charge what you're worth. Mm-hmm. You can move up to, you know, the higher ticket services and things like that. And, you know, you can, you can, you know, make a lot more than what I think people make and not just about the money, but you can also make the relationships that are going to last and you can, you know, develop something, you know, in the future that may be um, way bigger than, than that, right? Like, I'm sure five, 10 years ago, you never thought that you'd be a founder of an app. <laughs> yeah, the CEO Being of a technology company. Specialist. Actually, when I got invited to my first CEO of technology meeting, I was like, that was another moment. I was like, I don't know if I really qualify for that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I do. No, I don't. Yes, I do. No, I don't. Yes, I do. I'm a CEO of a technology company. Yeah. yeah and so that you never know where it's going to grow to. You mm-hmm. know, that, that one client, maybe you start doing, you know, hair and makeup for Broadway shows. You just you just don't know where it's going to lead to. It's just really being open-minded and just putting yourself out there for sure. Absolutely. I think that's the biggest takeaway of today is just, you know, get, get yourself out there, get your ideas out there. You know, uh, ideas will start to breed when, um, you know, you share them with others too. You know, I'm sure like when you first had the idea um, and, and you started sharing it with people, you know, it probably was nothing near to where it is now, right? Yeah, no, they were like, <laughs> wait, doesn't, wait, you... You work for that company? Doesn't that? No, I'm going to create it. Oh, you're what? No, that, no way. That's crazy. It's like, yeah. Because, right. I mean, a lot of people don't believe that that's possible. But I think, like, a, a lot of this has come from, like, um, the people you've studied and learned from. Like, like you just said, when you first, you know, got introduced to, um, you know, like, Danielle and, um, you know, that group of people, you started to see that, you know, things like that, uh, that can connect groups of people like that and serve a deeper cause and help people. Um, was possible, right? Um, mm. That there was more to do beyond the chair um, than maybe you even thought of. You know, belief all comes from seeing things happen 
and um, realizing that, you know, the story behind the person who made it happen was kind of similar to maybe your story, you know? Right. And, and so, yeah. And I think that I really found a need because here was a bunch of girls that were hair extension specialists. And I was in the group with the women and listening to their stories of how hard it was yeah. to build a clientele and how hard it is to keep clientele and how hard yeah. it, you and I thought, man, if this is <laughs> 10% of the industry, what's the other 90 doing? Yeah. You know, they're still, they're just left out. They don't ever get exactly. this, this type of help. Exactly. And you, you had the purpose, per perfect place to really, you know, hear those stories and, and hear that, you know, it was a huge problem um, that, you know, maybe a lot of people don't talk about all the time and they don't realize that there could be a solution to it. And you're, you know, looking to find that solution. You're bringing it to people. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think it's so awesome what you're doing. And I'm so happy to be a part of it. And um, I hope we can we can hopefully get um, a ton more people checking out the app and, and hopping on there because I think it's, you know, obviously it's in its um, early stages now, but I think it has the ability to, to be a huge game changer for, you know, not just, um, you know, <clears throat> millions of female entrepreneurs and uh, people in the beauty industry, but, you know, also, you know, the client aspect too for them yeah. to connect. You know, like you said, you had a client who flies you out across a, mm -hmm. <laughs> a couple states so that you can go do her hair and things like that. You know, opportunities like that um, only come from you connecting with people who uh, you build a relationship with, right? And so um, I think that's really what True Connect is all about is, you know, taking the aspect of uh, connecting to people based on, um, you know, their likenesses and um, things that they Business are interested in. Why don't you tell us how, how that all works? Um, you know, you said it's, it's basically like a match.com for Yeah, with, with right? Tinder swiping capabilities. Yes. So many people are like, well, I've always wanted to be on Tinder, but I'm married. So this so is going to be fun. Um, um, yeah, so it's an app that connects you on a relationship and business. I'm basically bringing relationship back to business. Um, and so we match on your selected preferences of questions that we ask you when we ask questions about your life as an individual. And then um, we ask you a set of questions that say match me with a client or a stylist who is. And we match on specialties, price, location. We also match on um, ethnicities, religion, language um, spoken, smoking preferences, um, chatty or chill, which is a really fun question because... Yeah. If you're in my chair, I'm going to chat your ear off the entire time. <laughs> so don't come to work on your laptop for two hours because yeah. we are going to talk. And then um, we, yeah, so we match on a lot of fun questions like that. Um, and then the algorithm that I created actually does the matching and the hard work for you. And then you get uh, matches that you can swipe through and, um, you know, put if you pass or vibe. And then if you vibe with them. And the really cool feature that I built into the app is that the beauty professionals cannot contact the clients. So the clients are free to get on and browse through all the beauty pros that are on there without mm -hmm. being bombarded um, with people begging for their attention or yeah. their business. And so it's really great for the beauty pros because once they actually get matched and the clients reach out to them because they the client has to be the first one to reach out, mm -hmm. they know that that client actually wants to be in their chair. Um, they're yeah. interested in what they do. They're interested in their pictures, who they are as a person, um, and they have commonalities that yeah. will I love that up. so much because I think like that's the biggest thing lacking in the beauty industry is like, um, you know, a lot of people just showcase their before and afters and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. they won't really share like uh, the person behind the work. Yeah, it doesn't doing. really show anything about you. That's why I think yeah. all these matching um, capabilities are so important, especially yeah. like, you know, smoking, non-smoking ethnicity religion you oh know? yeah yeah you because wanna, <laughs> if you're not expecting to be in the chair of someone who's been smoking and you don't prefer that then you know that's yeah. a problem you're, you're not gonna be going back yeah and i met a stylist the other day and she was like that's awesome because i <laughs> love to go out and smoke with my client while their hair is processing yeah, right and so that's her time that yeah. she goes out and has a cigarette yeah. with her client but other people may, other people you know, it's very yeah, offensive yeah. but so. there's a market for it there's a certain type of person who would yeah. enjoy that experience and they need to find that type of person everyone needs right. to find the type of person that's going to fit yeah. in their chair and i think like what you're creating with the app is more than just you know um like a match.com or something like that like it's a community where you know you can connect uh with you know someone that is going to obviously serve a, 
of service for you, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but also someone that, you know, you can build a relationship to that, you know, uh, think of it as dating, right? I mean, uh, this mm-hmm. is someone you're probably going to spend a lot of time with. If <laughs> you get your hair done, you know, maybe uh, once or, uh, you know, twice a month um, and, and you're going to them over and over and over again, like, you know, you want to have a good relationship with that person, right? And so, um, you know, s- salon hopping, you know, happens for a reason. It's because people end up going to places where they don't vibe or connect with the right people, mm-hmm. right? Whereas if you can shortcut that process and connect people directly who, um, or even <clears throat> find somebody that lives in your city. Yeah, <laughs> that you have that's to fly. true too. <laughs> I tell people you can find yeah. somebody just like me in your city. I get on True Connect. <laughs> exactly. I think it's perfect for the specialist too. You know, because yes. um, like you know, if I wanted to, or maybe I'm not the best example. Maybe if Katie, uh, you know, <laughs> wants to get uh, her her brows done or some lash extensions or uh, even hair extensions, she can maybe find you know one of each of those people rather than trying to find someone who does it all and maybe isn't the you know best at each one. She can find you know people that she vibes with, um, you know, off all those different services, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, because let's be honest, like a jack of all trades does not exist. Everyone's going to be better at one thing than they are at other things. You know, just because they offer all services doesn't mean they're going to be as great at hair color as they are at extensions or super great at men's cuts as they Mm -hmm. are with women's colors. So for them to be able to niche down and say, okay, through this app, I only want to take this type of client it's going to help them you know double down and specialize in what they want to be doing so i just had a client in my chair on friday and she was like okay so i got on your app and i found this really amazing girl to do my hair and my makeup for my holiday pictures yeah. so i was like my clients are using the app that's bomb because i'm not going to do your hair for yeah. <laughs> a photo shoot or makeup exactly. i'm not coming to you so i love that so yeah much. it's it gonna be awesome, awesome to, to see how it starts to grow and evolve and um, it's a solid a word of ma- the there. new modern day word of mouth. Yeah. Yes. I mean, uh, it's just a way for people to connect with, you know, people that they're going to have a relationship with and also get a, a good service. From and build that trust factor because yeah. the relationship, let's be honest, comes into finding somebody that you can trust. I'm not saying that we have the best stylist, but I'm mm-hmm. that you can trust. And I maybe you wouldn't trust every single one of them with your hair, but you can trust them because trust comes from a feeling of oh, yeah. comfort within you. So if you have you know, are can speak the same languages or you're a similar ethnicities and you just feel comfortable with that person in their chair, you yeah. instantly build a trust right from the get-go. Absolutely. Plus that go- also like kickstarts the word of mouth forward from there. I yeah. mean, now you have someone in your chair who loves you, loves everything you're about, you know, they're chatty yeah. with you or they're yeah. chill with you. And, you know, that's just going to make the word of mouth spread even more from yeah. that one person versus with- another person who you don't really like who yeah. kind of annoys you sitting in your chair. That, that's what we talk about all the time is like everyone wants to, you know, say, oh, word of mouth is the best thing for my business and things like that. Well, how did you create word of mouth? You know, <laughs> like it doesn't just happen. Like you have to get mm-hmm. those initial people serving and then they're getting their word of mouth out there. Right. Yeah, so, you have to have one person you vibe with yeah. in order to kickstart that. And that's like the number one thing that we have to, you know, let people know when we're helping them, uh, you know, get new clients and things like that. And uh, they get to a place where maybe they think that word of mouth is, um, you know, the best thing for them. And, uh, you know, I don't need to continue marketing myself and stuff like that. Word of mouth is going to take over, you know, bullshit. (laughs) You got to keep keep that running, right? Like you can't do one client wrong and then word of mouth is not so great. Yeah. I mean, uh, (laughs) everybody, if if you, whereas if you keep making those investments yourself, you'll keep marketing yourself, um, and, you know, create people coming to your chair. Um, and with, you know, the true connect app, you connect with, you know, even just a handful, even you connect with one Mm -hmm. of those ideal clients that, you know, are gonna, you know, really vibe with you and, and talk to, you know, their friends or family, everybody like what's the value in that, you know, it's invaluable. Um, It is, it's invaluable because they're going to talk to, you know, their closest friends or their uh, closest family members are going to come to you and then they're going to start to talk about you too. You know, think about what the value is more than just, uh, you know, exchanging a bunch of different, uh, you know, random clients who maybe you don't even vibe with. Whereas if, you know, you can just spend, you know, maybe even just one day um, on one really, really good client, what's the value in that going to be for you rather than the salon (laughs) offers, right? 
um, and you know apps like uh, you know Groupon and, and you know um, other apps that you know people use for yeah for to build a clientele. <laughs> yeah, I mean you, you're not going to build as much of a meaningful relationship with it. I mean, you you could right you you mm -hmm. easily could um, and I actually would encourage people like if they're first getting started out to try everything just to test and see what works right. But like if you like want to grow a client base where um, it, it's not just anybody and everybody and you want to build a client base that's, you know, um, foundation on the fact that you enjoy going to your chair every day and you're sure. passionate about what you do, then you need to do it the right way and you need to connect with people who are. Well, why stop? Why stop? Because you have a full clientele. Is that yeah. the end? No, what's next? Yeah. I'm going to teach. <laughs> I'm going to niche down. I'm going to, there's something, I mean, you can't yeah. just stop there because life just doesn't stop. Like you have right. to keep bettering yourself. So good job. You have a full clientele. Now what? Because now you got to <laughs> yeah. change it, right? Because yeah. that's going to get old real fast. So Absolutely. now you take it beyond the chair or you niche down. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what we're, we're working on right uh -huh. now is what is beyond the chair, right? And, um, yeah. you know, it could be an app. It could yep. be, you know, your own <laughs> online education program. It could be anything, right? It's yeah. just really what you um, want to do. What, uh, how can you take what you're passionate about, what you love doing, and, and put that into, you know, a system or um, a business that, um, you know, you can help people um, and reach the masses and, and reach more people um, and, you know, continue to spread your message and, and spread um, your creativity and your ideas uh, to the rest of the world, which mm -hmm. is actually what you've done. You've moved beyond a chair, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. You're, you're hardly even doing hair right now, are you? Um, yeah, I do hair. I do hair still two days a week. Two days a week, mm. but uh, your your goal is obviously to kind of venture away from that, right? Or Probably. you still love doing hair? You can I both, love right? to do hair. I do <laughs> love to <laughs> do hair, and I my clients are like so scared. They're like, Teresa, you're gonna leave and never do hair again. And I go, but don't worry, if I do, you all can get on True Connect and find a stylist yeah. just like me, right next to your house, within your budget matches. that speaks your same language, doesn't smoke. Here's my know. secret match code. Just go, exactly. <laughs> go find my little mini niece. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's it's not funny. that fear anymore. I'm like, I lost my stylist. What the hell am I gonna do? Well, I love that so much. I lost my stylist. Of a solution to find yeah. a new one, <laughs> and I think that's super inspiring too for you know all the other um, professionals out there who are maybe listening to this too. You know, um, the ability for you to you know move on to moving beyond the chair, but still you know sticking to you know doing what you love um, and being able to you know do both is, right. is is awesome because like if you can put yourself in a you know state of power and control um, and do that in a way. Um, that allows you to do what you love and you know serve people to the highest level. Um, that's there's no you know greater fulfillment than that, right? Than knowing that you're doing good, but you're also doing what you love, right? Um, so I love that so much. I think you're the perfect representation of someone who's you know living the dream right now because a beauty I mean, boss, yeah, you're, a game you're changer a beauty or boss. an industry disruptor. That's right. Here you are, <laughs> and I know you have a, a meeting coming up here Thanks. real quick. Um, but I have another coffee date. Yeah, you've got a coffee date coming up. As a matter of fact, we're going you go right to Lux, a new coffee shop I've never been. <laughs> maybe we'll tag along with you. <laughs> I should start that Instagram of like all the really cool, fun coffee shops. Yeah, you should start a little movement in the area and get people I vibing should. with you. I should. Yes. <laughs> That'd be awesome. But uh, as we wrap up, I do um, want to maybe talk about um, maybe one, I think, what one key piece of advice that you can maybe give is how do you um, kind of peel back the curtains and how do you um, get your message and, and tell people who you are out there? Um, because you, you've done an awesome job about it. And I think this perfectly relates to, um, there's this children book, children's book um, that um, I actually just heard about not that long ago. It's funny, I, I read through it and it's called Stone Soup. And it's um, basically the fact that um, it's a story of the, this, this one guy um, in old ancient times, he um, went and uh, he got a pot um, and put rocks in it and uh, some water and he heated it up and uh, that's all he had. But he invited all of his friends over uh, to the party to come on in and, and uh, you know, throw in stuff into the pot and let's make a stew, right? And uh, basically um, what happened was just from him having the, the rock and the idea of a little party and uh, to create a stew, all these other people start bringing in carrots and, you know, whatever to bring into the pot. And, you know, they had this awesome party afterwards. And, you know, I think uh, something as simple as that kind of children's book really shows that all you really have to have is, is the pot and the water and the, and the boil, the fire under 
underneath, which is your idea and uh, what you want to do, and then people will start to come, right? Um, you know, that's what, exactly what happened to our relationship, and um, that's probably what's going to happen after this coffee date you're coming up on to. <laughs> but, like, uh, I think that's what it's all about. But how do you, you know, get um, that idea and that message out to the world, um, and how do you do it efficiently so that, you know, people will want um, to come and connect with you? Wow. Well, I read the story Stone Soup. I wonder when that book was written because you read the book <laughs> years ago. Yeah, it's, years it's old ago. book. It's, it's a really old book. book. Are you pulling from the archives or what? <laughs> I'm already doing reading old books. <laughs> um, yeah. No. So I, I moved out of my house when I was 16 years old. And so I've always had to make something out of nothing yeah. my whole entire life. I don't yeah. know. Like we were just sitting at the dinner table actually the other, yesterday. Um, we were having lunch at Fired Pie and, and my husband was sharing a story about homeless people. And, you know, he went and fed them on Thanksgiving and this and that. And my mm-hmm. son said, I just don't understand how people become homeless. And so we kind of shared with him the story. But, you know, I shared with him a little bit about my story is like, um, you know, I, I, I could never be I could never be homeless. My mindset wouldn't allow me to be. I would be literally like, hey. You know that that sign, that cardboard sign you're holding? Uh, let me make you a house out of it. Or I could actually make you yeah. something really cool. Like, I could make you something that could actually go make you money. Like, mm-hmm. do you like magic tricks? Because I could make this into, like, this really cool, like, box. And you could go show people what's inside. And, like, you could start making five, ten cents. Would yeah. you do it? Would you be down for that? Because that's just how my brain works. I literally never stop thinking about what's better, what's next. How can I Same make here. something out of nothing? Um, I'm very solution-orientated to a fault to where I used to think that I um, something's wrong with me. Because when I see something, it is broken yeah. and it needs to be fixed or made into something new. Yeah. And I watched a movie about a guy who was um repaired shoes and he and that was his brain it was he always fix fixing things all day and i thought no wonder i get into hair because i get to fix people's hair all day and so i'm always fixing problems i always see i don't see problems i always see a solution yeah and so um yeah my advice for people would be look at things differently Mm -hmm. don't look at them for what they are look at things for what they could be or what they could change into Mm -hmm. so like you know the stone soup i love that i i need to use i need to read that book again because (laughs) that's literally what i do like i i am just you know i'm super frugal i can't wait to someday make a million dollars and still wear clothes from goodwill because i just i'm down with that i think it's so cool (laughs) like recycled clothes or like i love uptown cheapskate because it's like you can put things together and people like you look like a million dollars yeah but i didn't spend a million dollars so literally like you can go into doing things with nothing just stones and make soup out of it and just do so true just don't allow you know fear or expectations of whatever um you know if it doesn't turn out to stone soup and it turns into mud that's fine yeah. sell it <laughs> set it out in the sun and bake it yeah. <laughs> make it frisbees i don't yeah. know like it can Great. always be, it can be anything, something right? anything yeah and so i how do i get it to the masses i have this power to make people believe that things are really cool even if it is just mud or stone soup yeah. i would tell a story behind it and say this is really cool and i spent all this time doing this da, 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 and mm-hmm. this is why you need it and i just because i'm passionate about what i do mm-hmm. and what i've made and you put the hard work into making you know i don't know magic tricks out of cardboard boxes or yeah. whatever you're doing um your passion and and that drive and ambition and and the hard work should, should feel you to to conquer whatever you know and it may not always like i said your stone soup may not be soup it might be mud pies yeah and you dry <laughs> them in the sun to, into frisbees but throw frisbees and have a yeah. good time like it's cool make it trendy i don't know Sell the frisbees. <laughs> i always yeah. think about that like those weird cord cord the phone cord scrunchies for your hair uh-huh. right yeah. like i think who created those? Well, it was probably somebody that got a phone card stuck in their hair and yeah. was like, well, I don't have anything else for, you know, a hair tie. So I'm going to use this. Mm-hmm. And then they started selling it and they sold it behind their marketing, which was the vision of the dream of getting people to understand and believe in what you're doing. Absolutely. 100%. I think, you know, that just all comes from, you know, your ability to look at the solutions rather mm-hmm. than the problems <clears throat> and, and know that, you know, 
you're you're a creator of circumstance. Like you can control what happens to you as long as you, um, you know, take the initiative, right? And like a lot of people, I think, just let life happen to them, and mm-hmm. you know, life doesn't happen to you. Life happens for you, right? And right. so you need to really, you know, have that kind of mindset of, you know, how can I, um, you know, take what I have now and um, create my my own stone soup, right? How can I share um, whatever ideas I have right mm-hmm. now or whatever creative um, creativity or whatever's flowing up here? How can I get that out to the world and and how can I get people to um, you know, and enjoy that message and, and want to hop on board, right? Because if you can, you know, practice, um, you know, delivering uh, your message and your story um, over and over and over again, eventually you're going to find which um, hooks people, which, which mm-hmm. you know, um, story really gets people to connect with you and keep doing that, right? Because if you can get more and more people to connect with you and your story, and, um, you know, this is something I want to talk about too before we leave too. Facebook Live is a perfect way to do that, right? To share your story, yes. share your message, and, um, you know, just talk about what's going on in your life and, and see what people respond to. You know, you may do um, Facebook Live every day for um, 30 days, and maybe, you know, in that time, only a couple of the messages that you delivered actually got some good interactions. Um, but which one of those got the best interactions? What, what started conversations with people who related to your message and your story? And, um, you know, that's kind of like you um, trying to figure out, you know, go back to the stone soup method. You know, what uh, what am I going to put in here first to, you know, start to get people coming to me? Is it going to be, uh, you know, just water? Is it the rocks? You know, what, what's going to be the foundation of what, um, you know, I can create that um, will get enough people to say, okay, here, I'm going to throw in my, you know, my carrots or my, you know, mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like you've done an awesome job at that through Facebook Live and, um, you know, there's other sources to do that. But I think like, um, what, what do you kind of think about Facebook Live and when did you first start doing them and how do you think it's kind of helped you uh grow your following in that way too because people people who we know um before we knew you know you because they've seen your facebook lives which is pretty cool um yeah (laughs) that's so funny um well gosh probably so i started doing video probably four and a half years ago um just in my bedroom Uh, i had a little video camera bought a diva light ring years ago that was like four hundred dollars i think now they sell them for 20 on amazon (laughs) anyways um and so bought the diva light ring and started just doing video was super uncomfortable i always moved my mouth really weird um i hate the sound of my voice (laughs) and um i just started doing it and then i still don't love to watch myself you know in a video which i know is really important and i do once in a while but um i just do it and um, I've learned that the videos that get the most attention are the ones that I goof up in, the ones mm-hmm. that I cuss in on accident, but actually I, do, <laughs> I am Christian and I do cuss. That's a downfall of mine. Um, and when I have no makeup on and thanks to Katie here about a, six weeks ago, I got a cold and her and I shared the same <laughs> illness for a long time and I couldn't do Sorry. a live for about a week and a half because I sounded like um, I was somebody who partied and drank all night long and smoked. I was like, ah. <laughs> so I did finally have a voice back. I did a live at my desk on a late Friday night. I think it was. And I talked about something. I don't know, like this is what 42 year old women do on Friday nights mm-hmm. is work when they're sick. And, you know, I had my hair like kind of in a ponytail like I do today yeah. and just running around. Um, I feel like that, you know, we get so caught up in trying to sound perfect or trying to sound like everybody else or trying to have the perfect lighting or trying yeah. to look good and um, having your makeup done. And I still do that because I'm like, dang, I don't want all my videos to look like I just got out of bed. But, you know, I did brush my teeth for <laughs> whatever. But no, those are because it's super relatable. And so yeah, that's what I actually mean, people. Like, yeah, it makes you real because 80% of the time, nobody feels like they look their best. And yeah. so if you always look your best, um, you know, it sets a precedence of always having to look your best. And then you're not relatable only to the best looking people. And let's be honest, the world's not the best. Like all, about, all, yeah. all about the best looking people. And if you want to attract the masses, you better look like the masses and be yeah. just as real as they are. 
Um, I mean, that's what it's all about is just being yourself and, you know, sharing, you know, even if you, you know, peel back the layer, share your insecurities and things like that. Like people connect with that because everyone has their insecurities, right? No, nobody's perfect. And, um, you know, people may pretend to be, but no one is, right? And so right. Um, the more you can get vulnerable and, you know, pop in front of, uh, you know, the camera or even, you know, type a post or something, sharing a story or what's on your mind and, um, you know, keep throwing out those those hooks like we were talking about, you know, you'll find what people resonate with and um, you, you'll start to get more confident in it and knowing that people are actually impacted and, and listening, right? Um, you know, same thing goes for like these podcasts right now. You know, I don't even know if anyone's listening. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, the fact that, you know, I know that I'm going to try to, you know, connect people who I know um, people can benefit from hearing. Um, you know, I never know if, if I have the ability to impact just one life, you know, and that makes it worth it for me. One right? life. And, Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm not perfect on these podcasts or anything to either. Like, I've never ran a podcast before. It was just hey, an idea. Hey, let's be <laughs> honest. This is my first podcast ever. <laughs> Wait, what am I going to sound like when I put my earphones yeah. on? Am I really going to sound nasally? And am I <laughs> That's like a crazy thing, too. Everyone we've had on here, too, is always like, um, you know, oh, I'm, I'm kind of nervous. Like, I don't know what to expect. Like, how is this going to work? I'm like, we're just going to have a conversation. <laughs> That's yeah. all it is. And like... Um, you know, I think, you know, just getting real and, and talking about, you know, the stories that create us and mold us into who we are and talk about where we're going in the future is, is the best way to connect people. And you can do that in five minutes. You can do that in 10 minutes. You can do that in an hour long podcast like we just did here. And, um, you know, I think the biggest thing is just find which way you can start connecting with more people and, um, you know, creativity will start to flow and um, you'll start to, you know, get people coming into your life that, you know, can make it turn for the better. Right. And mm -hmm. um, we're here today. And, um, I can't wait to uh, see what's what's in it for you in, in the long haul for True Connect. I know you got some awesome uh, plans for what it is to become. It's been in the works for a yes. long time. Now it's finally starting to surface, and uh, you're still staying super busy, not getting comfortable. And No, we're um, launching into six cities next year. We're going big. Like Next year, that's like in 30 days away. <laughs> that's our focus. <laughs> yeah, for all of you that are on the app that are not in Phoenix, <laughs> yes, just can, hang on. Can they still check it out? Um, yeah, absolutely. Word of mouth. I mean, okay. yeah, absolutely. They it can expand into any city as long as they tell all their friends about it. We are building in the refer a friend program into the app so that awesome. it will spread, you know, really fast, quickly Great. that way. Awesome. Um, but yeah, no, they can definitely get on and start connecting right now. We're pushing the marketing just for the Phoenix area awesome. and then we're going to launch out and branch all the way from Seattle to Dallas. Cool. Perfect. Well, as we're wrapping up here, I know you got to run to your meeting. Um, where can people get access to you? Where can they um, hear about more about True Connect? Uh, where can they hear about more, more about Teresa? Um, where can people find you um, for those who may be listening? So my social media accounts are True Connect, T-R-U-E-K-O-N-N-E-C-T. And uh, the website's trueconnect.com true and it's connect with a K. And okay. you can download the app and check it out instantly. Um, in your uh, Play Store on iOS or Android and True Connect. It's just a few minutes, like entering all your. Um, what yeah, makes you, right? you can do all the Facebook your... login, which is real quick. Yep. Yeah, and um, when you're inputting like your your preferences or what what are those called? Your um, yeah, your pe your preferences. Your preferences. The matching and questions. Like that. Yeah, um, you can even do a quick match if you don't want to do the whole thing and just do a five question cool. um, match. Yeah, so it goes really fast. But awesome. yeah, you can download. You can hear a little about a little bit about my story and some. Um, other people who are loving the app on yeah. uh, trueconnect.com. Yeah. Awesome. Super. Well, this was an awesome interview. I think uh, a lot of people are going to get really inspired by your story and um, how you're still working so hard. You got five kids at home. And so the fact that you, know, you take the time out of your day almost every single day to you know get out and meet more people and grow, you know, and share your message with more and more people and uh, stay on the right track is, is just phenomenal and awesome. And yeah, I, I got a coffee inspiring. date and then I got to pick my son up from math tutor and take my other one to basketball tryouts tonight. <laughs> and I have a meeting in between basketball tryouts for an hour on the phone. Oh, man. So there goes super mom. Super and mom coffee Teresa. Date. <laughs> and I don't get speeding tickets. She doesn't get speeding tickets. Somehow, right? Yeah, somehow. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Teresa. This was awesome. Um, I thank can't you. wait to hear um, and see uh, what's going to happen for you in the future. And uh, I can't wait to hear the feedback from this. I think uh, a lot of people are going to be uh, reaching out to me, reaching out to you, wanting to hear more about True Connect. So uh, thank you so much. Anything else you want to say um, before we head out today? I think we covered it. Yeah. Awesome. Just achieve your dreams. Katie, Go for you got, it. You got any vibes over there to throw at us before we end the day? <laughs> Download True Connect and check out realbeautybosses.com. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you.